Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey y'all, this episode is being brought to you by Bevel and Tristan Walker and all of those other great people over in Silicon Valley making loads of bread and being awesome. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. So if your face looks like the Rocky Mountains, then you might want to go ahead and get yourself over to GetBevel.com. Get this device here. They've got the badger brush. They've got the beautiful blades. They've got all of the creams and things to nourish and moisturize your sexy. Use our code the read. Get 20% off. Let them know we love you. Let's start the show. Happy fucking holidays. Yes. Congratulations on making it through the big ones. We are back for our last show of the year. Literally coming out on December 31st. Super excited about that. <laughs> I'm Barry Wilson. Okay, I'll just be Beyonce because I didn't even I didn't even think of anybody who's Barry Wilson. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the Flash's real name. Oh. I'm watching the Flash on Netflix because people keep telling me it's good. So mm, his right. name is Barry something. Whatever he runs past. So this is the read. Is that okay? Is that a superhero or what is what is his power that he runs fast? He runs very fast. I mean, but how do you beat criminals with that? It's just it's, you out. <laughs> okay sure if you say so i mean i don't know nothing about it so i'm gonna let it rock so for the last show this year where uh we asked you listeners and great people at home what some of your favorite moments from the read were this year and we've compiled a list of the i guess most popular choices here yeah these are the ones you all Seem to bring up time and time again, so. Most of the things that you brought up, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> or I didn't remember until y'all said something about it. But thank you to those of you who uh, provided episode titles, timestamps, <laughs> things that are beneficial to, you know, the process of putting these types of things together. Those are the real ones because they remembered. They had it written down somewhere or they wanted to go check. Like, no, it's right here. Go find it. So, this year's best of episode is going to start with a moment from the episode Front Row Fuss. And this was when uh, Northwest was forced to sit front row. <laughs> at her daddy's show. At her dad's <laughs> Walking Dead, <laughs> The Last of Us, Drag yes. Me to Hell fashion show. <laughs> and she didn't have a great time. So, check this out. Okay, well, since I feel physically over it, we might as well start with the other person who did. Northwest was at her daddy's fashion show. Um, oh, my God. I think this was, like, last week, Thursday. Yeah, I think it feels like forever ago. He has, I don't know what this was. Um, His Adidas line? 
Is Adidas going to be selling these things? Are they going to be forced? I didn't see clothes. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. That that yes, you did. That loungewear, that Hunger Games. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, Kanye West is going to be on an episode of The Walking Dead. And they were like, no, girl, this is actually his fashion show. I was like, so, oh, okay. Because it looks like a bunch of zombies. Yeah. Or like. It's a lot of flesh colored stockings. Divergent. And Hunger Games. Beige, it looked like a teen novel. Sleeveless hoodies and shit. It was random as fuck. And I get that it was for like Adidas, which is, you know, most people associate with like a athletic shoes. So. It wasn't supposed to be like super dressy, but I just feel like you could have done so like that could have gone in a totally different direction because Melody Asani has a deal with Reebok and her stuff is like way. I'm sorry. Way flat. Girl, the clothes were ugly. Like was, there's no it breaking was, it down. Right. There's no like running. All of that shit was fucking it's ugly. No, it's no way to make so, it sound any better. It was just like it was like sloppy, oversized. For, it was ugly. like ugly clothes ugly. and then with like holes and shit in it. It was bad. I don't get it. But whatever. So, I knew that he was doing some shit that he was supposed to be live streaming. I wasn't 100% sure what it was. And I think that we were actually at Virginia Tech doing a show while it was actually happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I couldn't see it live, which, I mean, I didn't miss shit anyway. So, what difference does it fucking make? (laughs) Um, But what I didn't um, catch live was North's reaction to the show. Now, here's the thing. Um... We discussed North at fashion shows previously when her parents took her to the Givenchy show during Paris Fashion Week in that um, mess, that sheer, that that lacy fucking mesh toddler escort creepy. It just didn't even make any sense. It was just like semi nude gown. It was like a toddler stripper starter pack it was so bad i remember saying on twitter something about how uh babies don't need to be front row at fashion shows there's no need for them to be there and kardashian stands appeared in my mentions talking about well why wouldn't you want your baby to be exposed to different kinds of art why wouldn't you want your baby to be exposed <laughs> to fashion <laughs> i know that if i have the opportunity to take my baby to the show shut the fuck up bitch like <laughs> Listen, I may not know what it feels like to sit front row at no goddamn Paris Fashion Week show, but I know what it feels like to try and get a two-year-old to shut the fuck up, and it's not going to goddamn work. And she's not even two yet. Right. She's 19 months. So what are you doing? So she possesses even less control over her emotions and even less of an ability to give a fuck about your feelings. This is why... And she has made it clear time and time again. In the past week, we have seen North have like two or three meltdowns at fashion shows because she does not want to fucking be there. So, I'm just going to allow the the energy of North to carry me through this show because what I really appreciate about North is the fact that she keeps it fucking real. If there's anybody in the entertainment industry right now that keeps it real, balls to the goddamn wall. Yeah. It is Northwest. It is. Because North sat betwixt Beyonce, Knowles Carter, and Anna the fuck Wintour. (laughs) And she said, you know what? 
I'm sick of this shit. I have already explained to you niggas that I don't want to be here. I don't want to participate in any of your flashy bullshit. I'm not interested in being no goddamn celebrity. I'm interested in fruit snacks. I am interested in Caillou or Kalalu or Little Bill or whatever the fucking Disney XD Jr. Whatever shit is on there right now. Bitch, take me to FAO Schwartz. Let me run wild. I don't want to be here listening to any of this daddy's goddamn chandelier elastic heart bullshit i don't want to listen to any of this i don't want to see the matrix revolution i don't want to participate in this and i tried to tell you niggas this and you didn't listen to me so you know what i'm gonna fuck all your shit up i'm going to throw a complete goddamn fit right next to the two women right between the two women if no one else in the entertainment industry that you want on your good side beyonce and motherfucking anna wintour i can't think of anyone else in the entertainment industry that kim wants on her side more than those two women right there which is exactly why she sat between them and you know what north did she knew it and she activated (laughs) got me (laughs) fucked up that's what she did she said you've got me all the way twisted you thought that i was gonna sit here and shut the fuck up because what? Because you brought me out here dressed like Gohan on Planet Namek for the preach before the shit started. You had me running around here. Nobody. And see, the fuck, the thing I can't stand about them is that when they get judged for Lord. shit like that. And I don't even like to call. I don't like to judge people's parenting because I don't have children. A man. God. God is so fucking phenomenal. Infinite in his I blessings. have none. But because of that, I won't judge parenting because I'm not one. Those are not my shoes to walk in. So I don't like to call people bad parents. I'm not going to do that to Kim Kardashian, even though I don't like her. However, I think it's absolutely foolish for you to expect <laughs> a 19-month-old little girl to sit still front row at this flashy fucking bullshit that she couldn't possibly fucking understand without any form of a baby bag not a not a wipe not a fucking fruit snack not a yogurt covered pretzel bitch you don't have a goddamn ipad out here for her you don't have any form of a juice not apple not pineapple nothing you have nothing out here but this baby and her goddamn doc martens so you know what she did she lost all fucking use of her motor skills on that ass and she said i'm going to holler in this this bitch right between these two goddamn women and i'm gonna embarrass the fuck out of your ass because you <laughs> knew better you got me fucked up listen she keeps it re- and th- that's what i don't understand and about kim kardashian let me get it out oh you still going i'm not fucking oh finished. okay all right after that because i can almost <laughs> give it to you The problem here is, this is why I don't fuck with them. The problem is, it's all about the photo. It's all about the product, which is about the money. It's all business. Because, of course, like, I can get, it's your daddy's fashion show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you want your little girl to be a part of the fashion show or to see the stuff? But she ran around the venue before the show started. Of course, she looked extremely happy at those times. So don't give us those photos after she done pitched a feed talking about, we have such a happy happy baby yes she was happy because wasn't nobody in there but y'all girl duh 
You don't think that when you turn the lights out and start playing boom, da da da, your daddy's devil music and shit, and you got all these people out here dressed like the world's coming to like the superpower video, and all these people she don't know her in here, and all these bright lights in her face, of course her mood's gonna change, girl. We're not stupid. Stop trying to insult the intelligence of the American goddamn people. Yeah, most of us are stupid, bitch, but they don't give you a right. To, <laughs> they don't give you the right to manipulate us like that. And what makes it worse is then you took her ass to the Alexander Wang show oh, some days oh. later. That one her daddy's goddamn show right next to Nicki Minaj. Yes, Nicki Minaj looked great. Yes, Nicki Minaj titties were sitting up high. And that's not enough. I'm gonna cry some more. I don't want to be here. I'm not interested in being famous. Leave me at home. I don't want to do it. And I hope she cries every chance she gets. Every time they put her through this again. I'm so sick of it. Shout out to Northwest. That one keeps it the fuck real. She knows. She knows and she's not afraid to share okay I think, how dare you i think you covered it i think you covered it why would you take your baby to three fucking fashion shows when she has hollered at all of them what makes you think she wants to participate why didn't kanye just bring her out at the end of the why didn't he just do the only one video and have her come out in a huge fucking winter coat and some goddamn Tims and I don't know, a Uniqlo sweater and have her like and hold her and bring her out. So they would have gotten a wonderful photo from that. She would have looked confused for 30 seconds like she always does when niggas she don't know are in her goddamn face. And that would have been it. You would have rather forced her to sit through some shit she don't want to be a part of clearly and holler and then tell us it was because she saw a monkey across the goddamn on the other side of the runway and she thought it was her. Okay. So she there's a serial monkey thief on the loose <laughs> going to every goddamn fashion show that Northwest is at to fucking to terrorize her with his fucking monkey charm. Oh, here's a bright idea, bitch. If your toddler daughter has a favorite pet monkey stuffed animal thing, then why don't you bring it the fuck with you? Kim Kardashian is the most ill-prepared, wealthy mother I've ever come across in my entire goddamn life. Bitch, how do you not have a bag of Cheerios or one of them applesauces and like the little Slurpee pack? or a sippy cup you don't have nothing on you to sedate this baby you don't have a fucking pacifier and even if you don't want to carry it because you just too fucking chic you don't have your little hench gay nigga jonathan nobody in the fucking audience you don't have a nanny that that jonathan that gay nigga that one who swear up and down whoever he is the one who oh wait i know what you're talking about because i saw an episode where he had like no i see like a clip where uh what's the one that I actually am not too it had to be the one the one with the kid Courtney when Courtney smacked I seen a a clip where Courtney slapped him I think I know he was sitting right behind her wasn't he well I didn't see yeah but he's always right he's always somewhere nearby why the fuck he don't have nothing why doesn't he have a a baby bag how come nobody even if you don't have a baby bag why don't you have baby shit it takes nothing to pour some Cheerios in a fucking Ziploc bag Kim Kardashian you don't like bitch you have a baby they need shit supposed to be since you're basically supposed to be Kanye's Beyonce I just don't why don't this. you just WWBD it and say hey um so I don't ever see Blue sitting in the, on Beyonce's lap at she's the never Knicks game courtside right she's never like 
Usually when you see candid shots of Blue, it's because they are somewhere where ain't nobody the fuck right. around her, but people she probably recognized and can name. Right. And she's running around having a good time. You don't see her in the, the besides when they were at the um the VMAs. Mm-hmm. And she was at the VMAs all of the, what, 10 minutes where her mom performed and then they right. took her ass home. So I don't like... And she was watching her own mother perform. Maybe that would have made a difference. And she choreographed it. So, of course, she has to be out there to make sure that all them girls are hitting their damn mark. Right. She had to make sure they had to see her, make sure they saw Blue Ivy so they was hitting their fucking shit on time. Like, that was a necessity. Absolute madness. (laughs) I get very uh, excited. So, next up. You do. Who started from the bottom, I think was the name of this episode. Okay. Which, when you say it by itself, just sounds really funny. It does, because that could be about a lot of people. It could. And a lot of different situations. But that's not what this show is about. No, it's not. So, once upon a time, uh, for the last MTV Video Music Awards, which were very dramatic, uh, Taylor Swift and Nicki Minaj halfway went at it on social media over Nikki complaining that she didn't get nominated for an award and Taylor Swift complaining that someone had the nerve to address her whiteness (laughs) and just, you know, I just got angry. And Taylor just inserted herself where she didn't belong. She just didn't belong there. We just had to go ahead and fix that. So, go ahead and catch up with this one. (laughs) Nicki Minaj. Right. The VMAs. Are coming up um, next month, I guess, or usually it's August, September. It's usually around this time of the year. Mm-hmm. And so they released the nominations. Um, I think yesterday, and you know it's the typical spread that you would think: Beyonce, Nicki, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, I don't know, Selena Gomez, Assorted Mambo Number Five. I don't know what. I just uh, whatever. Um. So, at some point, Nicki Minaj got a bit upset because she felt as though she was deserving of the Video of the Year nomination for her A Song and Video Anaconda from the Pink Print album. She then went on a bit of like a Twitter rant saying, I'm not even going to read them, but she's basically saying that if she were a different kind of girl, meaning a white girl, mm-hmm. with that video, that it would have been nominated for video of the year. And it's because she's, you know, you know, it wasn't a video celebrating slim girls and, you know, race, this, that, and the third. Now, when I saw that, I said, (laughs) (laughs) like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, that was, like, the first thing. Just like that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, because I said two things. A, (laughs) it's a video music award. It's not a Pulitzer Prize. That was my very first thought. It's a VMA. It's just a VMA, no shade. And the Anaconda video was dumb. It's terrible. It was, like, that's just... The fact. So it's not that Nikki doesn't have a point, but I wouldn't have went up on right. that cross behind the Anaconda video. You're making an extremely valid point about the wrong video at the wrong time. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, yeah, okay, Nikki girl, but uh, whatever. Yeah, so, like 
And then come to find out Anaconda's nominated for a bunch of other shit. But it's not nominated for Video of the Year, which she right. felt it should have because of, like, the impact. And granted, it did have, like, a large impact. That video and song yeah. was, like, all over the place, which I couldn't understand because I thought it was horrid. And spawned a bunch of memes and everything. But, yeah, it was really fucking bad also. So, um, so yeah, she went on this whole rant and was saying things like um, when the other girls drop a video that breaks records and impact cultures they get that nomination <sighs> and honestly all taylor swift's video did was break records because it didn't impact nobody's fucking culture that video was boring as hell too just because you got a bunch of famous faces and it does not make it a good ass video who called <laughs> taylor kendrick, who kendrick lamar who was it i want to know who was speaking to you? Who summoned your ass, Efrit? Who was it? Who called on Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift comes clean out of nowhere talking about, and she asks Nicki Minaj, you gotta at least give her that. I've done nothing but love and support you. It's unlike you to pit women against each other. Maybe one of the men took your slot. But... I'm going to just let you get it out. Get it out. Take your time. I knew (laughs) not to trust this heifer since 2009 when Kanye West got his black ass up there on that VM at that same ass award show (laughs) and told Beyonce's whole truth. And all of white America got all upset <laughs> because this dark-skinned nigga got up there with his drunk ass and he stole this microphone away from this little white girl and her 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 wheat dress or whatever the fuck. And then that whole year they caped for Taylor Swift. That whole entire year. That white girl, like, she was already doing a little cute whatever the fuck on tour, but that year made her. Yeah. And at the American Music Awards that very same, 2009, the year Michael Jackson died. I remember when we had this conversation then. That bitch beat Michael Joseph the Jackson for Artist of the Year. Oh the year he died. It was at that moment, ladies and gentlemen, that I knew that she was a demon. And I have not trusted her since. Mm -hmm. And all of these white corporations, the Pepsis and Cokes and whoever the fuck else, can put all of the money behind that bitch and have her shooting Indiana Jones short films and stuff for her music video and putting flyers on your car for her goddamn albums and shit. And that's fine. But what you won't do, madam is you won't stop on the issues. That's what you won't do. Because Nicki Minaj could have been all upset for the wrong reason all she wanted to, but she actually it's like she accidentally proved a point. Mm-hmm. Because essentially she was salty that she didn't get the video of the year nomination, which I still don't understand. But the point is, is she's talking about a disadvantage that black women have in the entertainment industry, in media altogether. And then here you come, talk about she's pitting women against each other. How? How? Where? How could she? How do you know that she wasn't saying that Mark Ronson and and 
homegirl that decided to jump her dumb ass into it. Bruno Mars. Yeah. How you know she wouldn't talk about them when them skinny ass heifers that was walking in front of them in that uptown funk you up ass dumb ass fucking pinky <laughs> from Friday ass dumb ass video that's nominated. <laughs> like, how is she pitting women against each other? White women need to understand oh, Jesus. a simple thing. I love that I'm totally here for the feminist movement and I'm totally here for, you know, gender equality and things like that. But black women have to rally for gender equality and racial equality. And you as a white woman still have advantages and privilege over black women. So when a black woman is talking about that, that's not pitting women against each other. It's stating a simple goddamn fact. So what you should do is shut your dumb ass up and listen to those motherfucking facts, bitch, before you want to come out here talking about your motherfucking videos, bitch, but you swinging over goddamn law and order casts and shit and doing all this. I am so sick of this fucking sloth. I am so tired of her and her cheek to cheek ass grins her joker smiles and all of this shit bitch i see right through you i know the game and all you're here to do (sighs) let me back up you know let's talk about title because title came out here's jay-z with his whole entire black ass yeah talking about how artists aren't making enough money from streaming and you know all of these digital sales and they are creating this new service that you can it's an alternative and artists will get more money and you can get you know exclusive things and Beyonce calendars or whatever the fuck <laughs> right and niggas white people dogs cats dandelions everybody was like fuck you yep. and the boat you run in on Spotify is for the free Apple Music comes along three-month trial girl everybody gets a three-month trial at the beginning because that's how the fuck we roll right taylor swift swoops her white ass in talking about so girl i don't know what they were talking about because i want my money for those three months that's cute y'all hoes can listen to this shit for free if you want to but i want my money press releases we are so i just you know on second thought all you girls will get your payment. I don't even know. We're so sorry, Miss Swift. Our bad. Like, what the fuck? That's and the, the same type thing of happened shit. when she took her music off Spotify because Spotify had a free option. She took her whole fucking catalog off Spotify and it was blog posts about how Taylor Swift is a feminist icon and look at this woman standing up for herself and refusing to work for but free. But the moment that a black woman stands up and is talking about black women's issues then they're pitting women against each other and they're anti-woman and they're you know anti-feminism and all of this other bitch y'all are so lost and you can keep it and i was this close to buying that bad blood with kendrick lamar on it i was this close to accepting taylor swift Mm. as a musician that is just going to happen in my life oh but god he (laughs) brought brought it full circle yes he did and he showed me the light i see right through you she's got the renegon she's got something up in there she's like <laughs> she's not to be trusted okay 
she's just full of white smiles and blush and all of this. Oh, you know, boys are bad. Yep. Hey, white girls, let's all drink fraps and fight together and all of this shit. But on the inside, she's a piece of shit. Somebody called her the Piper Chapman of the music industry. And I cackled because that is exactly how the fuck that she acts. is a f- just like that bitch. It is. Just, <sighs> Taylor Swift is Piper. She, she definitely everything about her. Like, bitch, you are so fucking fake. Who? And then she had the nerve to say, if I win, you can come up on the stage with me. Bitch, my bitch. Bitch. So are you going to do what you always do and act like you're super shocked about it? Or are you going to just sit in the fact that they're going to give this shit to you just because you had everybody in Zeus pay for your motherfucking videos? (laughs) And on top of that, now a black girl complained about it. You already know. They're not like... I would just go ahead and give it to motherfucking Beyonce because she shot that sickening ass fucking video on, <laughs> on a whole a, entire iPhone 5. With a selfie stick. <laughs> bitch. What? Fuck her. I don't know they sick of Beyonce. Like, oh, goddamn. I wish this bitch would just go to fucking sleep. I know y'all tired of her. I know you are. But Taylor Swift was a guy. Passing out baked face. goods and shit in Tribeca trying to get all the goddamn bitches to come to your fucking parties and shit because you want to be motherfucker the, the Supreme. She wants to be the American Horror Story Taylor Swift. Look at you. I can't stand her. What a wretch. Nobody was talking to you, miss. And even if the shade was there, you should have left that shit stand. Because I am tired of you white heifers coming out here all the time trying to hold hands with all the women but the black ones. Because when black artists like Nicki Minaj and Beyonce fight for all the girls, ooh, I love Nicki, ooh, I love Taylor Swift. Yes, let's fight for all the girls together. But when they start talking about the black women and the the disadvantages that the black women have against white people in general oh girl i'm not in that fight go fuck yourself bitch that's what you do write a blank space to hell heifer next up there was a moment this year uh where i had i think i came into like my peak rihanna standum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's real and it was just one of those moments where, you know, I'm at home, I'm enjoying some Kush solo, as, you know, most of my days are. And I just had, you know, uh, an epiphany. Uh, it was something about Rihanna and just how crazy and great she is when it comes to dealing with fuck niggas. Yeah. So if you didn't get this word, I feel like you should just let it let it speak to you. It takes a minute, but I get there. <laughs> I really just want to bring up Chris Brown, actually, because... This episode, I want to actually celebrate Rihanna. Oh, okay. Fun. I want to celebrate Rihanna because she is the baddest bitch in the fucking music industry. Okay. Now, everyone knows how I feel about Beyonce. You just gotta have... Let me get it out. Everyone knows how I feel about (laughs) Beyonce. Beyonce is like... She's like the finish line to be on. Beyonce's the race. So like like it, it Beyonce whatever. <laughs> right? We all know. Rihanna is the Rihanna is if Beyonce is the blueprint, the Rihanna is the reprint. Come and on. she is the way that you should fashion your life if you've got a fuck boy in it. Follow me. So here we go. Chris Brown. Okay, show me where you going. Chris Brown was on the radio and he was talking about like several things but on the breakfast club and with hot 97 he 
sort of, but not sort of, took shots at Drake. He just kept saying that man ain't making no money off. I'm not making no money by talking about him. I'm not making no money by discussing him, this and the third. Now, we all know that, you know, Drake and Chris Brown, you know, they had their their battle extravaganza yeah. in the club that day and whatever and it was allegedly a light Rihanna, skin but then it wasn't yeah um we all thought that they were cool you know because we had seen pictures of them in the studio together they did that shit for they the did only they did only hmm no chris is upset okay so <laughs> on <laughs> all right. the breakfast club he said something like what happened? Oh, no. Kanye apparently has like a song or a line in the song where he said something like, Karuchi can never do better than Chris Brown, which I haven't heard. But it's like, girl, all right, just put a beanie on your baby I head mean, and mind your damn business. I, but, things may be bleak for Karuchi, but I wouldn't give her that. Like, she can always do better than Chris hello? fucking Brown. So... He said on The Breakfast Club, like, oh, that goes for the first one, too. Oh, girl. And they were like, Rihanna? Like, are you not talking about Rihanna? Oh, you're not She's talking like, about yes, Rihanna. <laughs> and Ange- I think it was Angela Yee. Someone was like, but he's, she's dating Leon- Leonardo. There's rumors that she's dating Leonardo DiCaprio. Did you hear about the birthday party he threw for her? Yes. Bitch. Which I hadn't even heard until these interviews. And they're all like, nigga, that's fucking, like, she's, that's Leonardo DiCaprio, nigga. Like, like, that's absolutely a come up. But he says, you know, like, well, you know, I'm not no hater and, you know, good for her. But, like, music industry-wise, who else are you going to, who else are you going to be with? Like, a corny singing rapper talking about Drake. Mm. So, let's just analyze this situation, shall we? Well, Rihanna... <laughs> Rihanna is the baddest. Okay, so Chris Brown is clearly upset because Rihanna went back and was fucking with Drake for a little bit again while they were out in London, Paris. Yeah, I remember that. And they had to. And remember, we were talking, and I said this isn't gonna last very long Mm -hmm. because. I don't even know if Drake can handle Rihanna like that. You know what I'm saying? Rihanna is fucking Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? And it was clear. I love the way they did. They had a good time. You know what I'm saying? She still clearly is like they're. It was like a European thing. Right. Like they when had we're their in good France, time. when we're in Italy. But, you know, she claimed him. Like they held hands and all that stuff. They had their good time. It wasn't no secret. Right. Chris Brown feels a way about that. Quite obviously. So now all these niggas talking about he can't get into the six and, you know, ride around with his woes or whatever. <laughs> and Drake, like, threw some shade at him on Instagram. <laughs> Did he really? Yes. Talking about, um, like, somebody, some OVO person posted a, a clip. I'll go find his, it. Right. Okay. And he said he wished that there was a bucket emoji. Okay. Which I'll I go look it up. Describes Waste Man. Whatever the I fuck don't... that Toronto shit is that they told us about. Okay. Um, so now the blogs are back on this Drake versus Chris Brown thing, right? Okay. Stay with me. I'm trying. Rihanna don't claim man <laughs> one of these niggas. Oh, I love her. Neither one. You have never heard Rihanna say boo about Drake 
ever. Never. If you ever hear, Rihanna will be at the party. Rihanna may hold this nigga's hands. Rihanna may even make out with the nigga for you to see because Rihanna don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. Rihanna's gonna do whatever the fuck she wants to. And these two niggas could literally beat the Beijing out of each other's hair. And Rihanna is gonna be on the sideline with Jack from Titanic. Baddest bitch in the fucking music industry. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you deal with a goddamn nigga. That's how you deal with it. The only shit that Rihanna, that they ever could try and give Rihanna in her personal life is her body. People will try and come for Rihanna and say that she's like what? a hoe. Like, well, you know, the people will try and say that she's a, like, even when the last time Chris Brown and Drake, uh, Chris Brown and Drake, the last time Chris Brown and Rihanna broke up, he tried to say like <laughs> she, she would, you know, belong to the industry or, you know, he tried to oh, like say that she was a miss. hoe. Okay. Let's talk about the, the, the niggas that Rihanna has claimed. Okay. Right out here in the streets. Chris Brown, when he was hot, uh-huh. Matt Kemp. Who is fine 24-7-365. Drake for a weekend or two. Okay. Okay. Great decisions. Yes. Let's talk about the niggas that she's rumored with, which mean she may not have even fucked these niggas. Well, Chris was a but terrible she, decision, but, you know, hindsight When he was hot. That's all I'm saying. At the height of the doublement gums before yes. everybody lost her goddamn. Let's talk about the rumored Street. ones. Okay. Justin Timberlake. Shia LaBeouf, hmm. now Leonardo, Hollywood A-list motherfuckers. You're dating Karuchi. Yeah, Karuchi. Kim Kardashian had to jump from Ray J to Nick Cannon to the whole like the whole second string New York yeah. Knicks or whatever before she, she got Kanye. And she could have been fucking Kanye from the beginning. Rihanna is the baddest. And what makes it even better, what's so delicious You're about standing. it, is that Rihanna knows in her heart of hearts that if she wanted to, she could call Chris Brown up and be like, let's do this. Let's be together right now. And he would leave that bitch right, <laughs> right at the, the fucking fuck Slossland fucking market in or wherever right dust. in her juices bitch and that would be the goddamn end of it and Rihanna knows she could do that shit with Drake if she wanted to too Rihanna is the baddest bitch out here and that's why you're mad about it you can call her a hoe if she wants to she'll just show you her titties again bitch because that's what you must. Rihanna is the baddest bitch and like I feel like all Look you writing yes. in letters about your no good nigga writing in letters Chris Brown talking about on, on Breakfast Club that at one point when he was fucking with Rihanna and Carucci that he wanted his dream was to basically have both of them pregnant like he wants to have a baby with both of them but he doesn't see it for marriage because he doesn't want to give he doesn't believe in giving away half of what he earned or whatever the fuck you well, and Carucci have your adorable you know whatever racially ambiguous baby yeah. I can't wait to see what that chunk of love looks like congratulations because I know it's all it's just, it's just a- around <laughs> the river bend it's just it's right there you know it's coming and Rihanna will be over here with my with inception bitch that's what she's <laughs> coming for you in your dreams my nigga like, Rihanna is the baddest bitch in the fucking industry she put Michael Kendrick whatever that nigga's name is Woo! that folk Mike, is his name Michael Kendrick's Who? the folk that fine ass football player Matt Kemp 
No, no. The, the fucking football player that kind of looks like Chris Brown. The one she made her MCM, and then he was doing all them interviews after his game. Having no talking idea about what how you're he talking tried about. To, Sorry. You niggas at home know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Something Kendrick's. The nigga fine as hell. And she made him her MCM just because she probably thought the nigga was cute. The nigga tried to DM her. He was out. He, he was doing interviews after the game talking about if anybody knows Rihanna, please. Like, like, uh, yes. Fucking Rihanna. Bayesian gal. Them I pot the pum pum. Them I wind up them with island pussy, bitch. Okay. Rihanna. Okay. The baddest bitch out here. Fucking Robin Fenty. Okay. Yes. Amen. That shit hit me like a ton of bricks today, Crystal. I swear <laughs> to God. I was like, Drake, like this, like I was watching the interview. I said, this nigga is mad. Yeah. Like he really is like mad at Drake. Like they were talking about fighting and everything. He was like, ding, ding. Like yeah. if the money is right. Like he's willing to, like to box this nigga. Rihanna. Over somebody you act like you don't give a shit about. But if Rihanna texted you right now and asked for you back, you would be out the fucking door and headed her way before your fucking iMessage went through. So, nigga, quit fucking fronting because your and anger is all we need to see that you still caught up on her ass. And my girl is four or five seconds from slaying the game again. She <laughs> and doesn't this bitch give a is fuck. on stage with a beetle. And animated think she can't full do feature films out motherfucking original songs my girl is out here dating the wolf of wall street this bitch like, is smoking blunts on yachts in saint tropez she's bathing like her fucking adorable ass niece who is also clearly not seeing it for none of you niggas like rihanna is the baddest bitch out here the end and low-key i'm offended that you insinuate that the only way rihanna could do better is by dating as if to say her life by itself is not better than chris brown's like look at fucking no, chris I think brown what he, said, what he was saying was who could she get that's better than me like but how could you talk me but look at literally you. anybody like what like, do you even mean maybe a nigga that's not on probation you could find a nigga not in the industry you could find a fucking janitor making thirty five thousand dollars a year and do better than chris brown rihanna could it's not fucking hard sit and non-fiction at barnes and noble and the first nigga that pops up will probably be better then like the bar is not very high my nigga you giving yourself a lot for no discernible reason like who the hell do you think you are you need to look at rihanna and be like how was i ever on her level and how could i ever get back there like that's really what you need to be asking because yourself. rihanna was the bigger and no shade because i you know chris brown i enjoyed his music and i really yeah. there were many times even throughout the bad decisions that i still rooted him for him i bought the last album i enjoyed the last album he just doesn't seem to like be able to make and then you know he came forward and said something about being bipolar or someone said that he was bipolar oh, i don't right. know right i do remember but, that yeah like even before you know him beating her Rihanna was the bigger star. Rihanna was fucking Rihanna like long before we knew that they were together. So she just that that is. Ladies I'm just not yeah. about to entertain any arguments about Chris Brown and Drake and and don't nobody care when clearly all of this is about how neither one of these niggas can get over this one bitch. So maybe everybody need to focus on why they feel so inadequate that, that they cannot even be acknowledged by her anymore. You do it i love it absolutely she's waiting like these niggas will be out here on some west side story shit getting mm -hmm. ready to cut each other 
and yes. fucking like at the BET Awards and some shit. I want to manipulate and niggas' feelings like like Rihanna does. That's like a new goal. Be- like I'm, I'm putting you, that shit on my vision board. The reprint. Yes. All right. All right. I see because she's went. what not looking for a man. Let's get that and shit. said that on the red carpet. They asked her what she was looking for in a man. She was like, but. No, 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 no. Let's no. start there. I'm not looking for a man, so let's just start right there, sis. Like, first things first, I'm me. And look at her. Like, I'm. don't even ask Rihanna about no nigga. Look at her life and then ask yourself what nigga is, is good enough for her. That's the question you should be asking. Don't ask her about no man. Nigga, bye. If I had accomplished everything Rihanna accomplished, somebody asked me why I didn't have a nigga, I would be like, do you look at my, Can you see my fucking life? Bitch, I'm me. Who can keep up? Like, <laughs> who do nigga? you suggest? Nigga, bye. Bitch, you could not tell me shit. She might as well just go ahead and invest in, like, creating one. Just go ahead and <laughs> okay. build one from scratch. Because you who the fuck is well, on Rihanna's right. like, Are you out of... Anyway. Girl, bye. So that was my hearty chuckle this evening. Okay. Is that it for the... And furthermore, like, <laughs> what do you do? Karuchi has to be pissed. Like, she has to be. First of all... No, she ain't. First of all, you came on here and basically said that she would give her a slap on the back or booty for dating Leonardo DiCaprio. And you said that you wanted to get both of them pregnant at the same time. Gross. And, like... Gross. Hasn't she been through enough? But, girl, if you ain't sorry for yourself, then I ain't sorry for you either. I don't know what else to do with her. Like, she's been going back and forth with him too many times. I can't do shit else with her. I'm sorry. I don't have no more attention to give to Karuchi. I don't have it. Bye. Whatever. <laughs> That's it. Rihanna is sick, man. She is. So, the next clip came from a listener letter, actually, where somebody wrote in very offended by my opinion on color contacts, which I don't really get because I have, you know, expressed it to y'all time and time again about how it's a personal preference. But anyway, this person threw in all other kinds of nonsense and we just had to go ahead and, and get him together and let him know what it is. So and I got to just laugh. Yes. Here it, it goes. Funny to me. It was hilarious. This last question's kind of petty. It says <laughs> these other ones were No, this is petty toward like this is somebody coming for me. It's from M.A. And it says, I've been listening since the show started, and I have yet to figure out why Crystal hates color context so much. (laughs) Does she feel the same way about weave and hair dyeing? What about high heels or plastic surgery? These all alter what a person looks like. So what color are yours? (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, yeah, you clearly wear color contacts. (laughs) Secondly, my dear M.A., I don't have a problem with weave or hair dyeing or high heels or plastic surgery but i do have a problem when those those things are done cheaply and poorly (laughs) and similarly like with color contacts when they are like professional and you went and got them like custom blended to your eye and you spent like three hundred dollars or something then i'm sure those color contacts look very nice but for the rest of you who go to the swap meet and spend 45 dollars on a three variety pack of hazel blue and emerald no that shit does not look good and it's a little fucking scary because it blocks off your irises and so it's kind of like clown masks like when you can't like when like I'm terrified of clowns because I don't trust nothing that talks and his face doesn't move. I can't see into your soul when you have cheap color contacts in because it blocks off the essence of you. It closes the your eyes and the eyes are the windows. This is to the soul. This is in the Bible. So. <laughs> 
You are so dumb. <laughs> but I had I sat here and really thought about it. I was like, I don't hate weave, but I do hate terrible weave, <laughs> unblended weave. I don't hate plastic surgery, but I do hate when you bitches have like one tit the size of a watermelon and one the size of an avocado. Like I do it's want like y'all to get it well, get it just, done well, girl. It shouldn't look extreme. You know what yes, I'm saying? Especially I shouldn't look at you and be like, God damn, them color contacts. If you're altering something about you, typically I thought the point was it should look like natural. Yes. Even if you add like a really bright color, like it should blend in somehow yes. and look you know, Somebody tweeted me the same thing and was like, so where should I go to buy a weave so you won't judge me on, on my weave? Like, and why do you even fucking care? First of all, like, why are you pressed over my opinion? <laughs> I don't know. But secondly, it's not even about where you buy it. It's about how you apply it. If you apply the weave in such a way to where it looks like it is growing out of your head, then it's going to look better than if you just go get a stick straight blonde wig, lace front, cut it off and put it on your head and call it and a fucking I day, girl. I swear... 20 minutes prior to getting to the studio, I was on the train and I was staring <laughs> oh at this young lady and I was like, this leave out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yes. I'm thinking the only reason I know this is because of Crystal. Well, because it was just like, first of all, this is a honey brown that is a jet black. <laughs> and it's just like, this doesn't Your even... edges be just a total different color and texture than the rest of your head. And you want the rest of us to pretend that we don't see it, but and we do. And then it's just like rotating around like sand art and it just doesn't look. Yeah. So that and so that hopefully that ends you. I don't hate all if I if I can look at your eyes and not tell that you're wearing colored contacts, then I don't mind them. But I'm going to assume 99 percent of you. I can see it and I wish you would stop. (laughs) So that wraps up the questions Send yours to ask the read at gmail dot com. I can't believe people even cared. Just wear your goddamn contacts. Like people really be in their feelings because I don't like colored contacts. Why why does that change your life? That shouldn't change shit about your day. Me not liking them, girl, who cares? So, first of all, tiny anybody else out there, if you just if you are not comfortable with the color God gave you, it's all right. It's okay. We're horrible people. You don't need to be so don't take it so personally. Exactly. Wear whatever you want. Reebok yes. classics. Fila. It's your life. You know, whatever you want to do. Do you. It's okay. Nobody cares. So we were blessed enough to go to London this year and a few other places in Europe. Um, but we did have a great show, a sold out show mm-hmm. in London. So excited. Again, shout out to all of you who were able to come out there. Shout out if you weren't able to come and you wanted to anyway. We appreciate you. It was fun. It was a good time. It was an amazing time. Um, One of the folks in the audience came up with a question about uh, how to deal with white people who demand to be a part of a yoga group. Yeah, like a women of color yoga group. Just, you know. And the white people were just like, how dare you? How dare you do something for you? And just, I mean, the other 30,000 yoga groups just aren't suited for me. You know, we just feel like we are we should be able to oppress you and make you feel like you don't belong. But also, we want everything that yeah, you have. Yeah, just want to be part of all of it. Don't so. create anything for yourself. Here we are, uh, letting this young lady know exactly how to respond to those people. What's your name? I'm sorry? Sade. Okay, and what's your... I love it. What's your question? Um, so... I was wondering, um, I'm not sure if you would have heard of it, but here there was a, um, it was maybe a year or so, where a woman, I think her last name was Mustafa, she um, 
she created like a space for black and minority ethnics um, and said that white people couldn't come. Um, and so it was, it was a space. <laughs> it was a space of pe- for people of color. Yeah. And um, she basically got reamed for it. Um, and I think there was a petition for her to lose her job um, and that sort of thing. Um, and I'm facing a similar thing with a people of color space I'm trying to create. Um, and also a friend of mine who's doing like a women of color yoga um, class has got similar things where she'll get messages from white people saying it's racist and segregation. And I was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering if... <laughs> segregation. Yeah, um, it's... Like y'all don't have all the yoga? Every fucking yoga studio. Y'all stole from the Indians. Pick literally anyone else. Like, you mad because you can't continue. (laughs) Um, So I was just wondering, I've been mostly ignoring the comments, and um, so so is she, but it does get quite harrowing just sort of every time we have a new meetup and then get messages all the time and she's gotten phone calls and um and so it's just I was wondering how you would I guess address that to I mean are you putting specifically like white people are not allowed I'm not and neither is she we're just saying anyone who identifies as a person of color is welcome to come so then what what is the big ass deal then it's just that people think there's nothing saying white women you're welcome here and that's the problem because they hate like I told the boy who's having a problem in his job all they want is to feel like everybody's nice to them and everybody like they're just allowed and welcome everywhere right they want they feel like they should be allowed to have everything like they feel as though they should not be excluded from anything. They should have free reign to say what they want, do what they want, be where they want, have what they want, buy what they want. And if you tell them that they can't, or not even that they can't, if you just imply that this is something for, you know, just for us, because we want to build something for us. We want to build something for us because you have everything else. Right. You have everything else, and we just want to slice out a little corner just for us, bitch, so that we can feel like we belong too. So no, honky, you can't come to yoga, bitch. Go to somebody else's motherfucking yoga. All the yoga is yours. Every fucking class, everything. Why do you have to have this too? Why? 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 Seriously, that's what I want to know. Why? So you can, let's slide right back to America. You can shoot us dead in the street just for being black yeah. forever and we say black lives matter no but all lives matter yes bitch we know that even your life matters too to somebody but we're talking about this why does everything have to be yours you can't come and do downward dog here bitch get over it <laughs> remind yourself that racism is the reason that people of color need their own space in the first fucking place it's not racist to create a space for ourselves it's racism that makes us need a space for ourselves so the fact that you all are doing something good for you and your community is all you need to be worried about. If white people are mad, then good, because white people default setting is mad. So it's just how the fuck they are. Let them be mad. I just don't understand. It is so frustrating to me for like, I don't understand. It's like you are totally erasing the history of like racial tension and whatever else across the globe. Like, and then you on top of that, you want to add insult to injury by saying 
Not just that, oh, like, I would like to come to your yoga class or I would like to come to your, your people of color space or whatever, but it, you are racist because for you've created it. a space for, for people that look like you when white people literally built countries and empires for people that look like them on the backs of us. <laughs> Straight like that, girl. Good luck. <laughs> Hey y'all, this episode is being sponsored by Tristan Walker and the great people over at Bevel and my favorite adult uh, products. As an adult, it's very important to make sure that my stuff is even, all of my facial hairs and things like that are crisp and clean and that I look like, you know, I'm in a boy band for Puffy. So if you are also interested, you should go to getbevel.com and use code the read so that you can get 20% off your first purchase it's the holiday season or new year's or somebody's birthday who has hair so make sure that you get one of these for them it's sexy you'll look fancy for getting it for them you'll look fancy for using it you'll look sexy maybe get laid i'm not promising you anything but it's a help so make sure you go over there your face won't be all bumpy and crazy. They know what they're doing. It's awesome. Support black businesses and things of that nature. Get bevel.com. G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Codes the read. Discounts are great. Go try it out. And let's go on. And yeah. Okay. So I'm pretty sure most of you remember a a very interesting creature this year named Rachel Dolezal. Dole, I still don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say it. It doesn't matter. Um, but when she popped her non-black head up in social media and we all kind of shared the same WTF yeah. at the same time. Absolutely. I feel like we actually scheduled an early, ep- like I feel like we came in like the day after and on like a Monday yeah, or something. We came in earlier that week. Because Crystal sent in an email and she was like, I'm ready right now. Like I'm ready to go today. I don't feel like waiting. Not Let's do it now. Right. Like I was ready and I had a lot to get off my chest. We, I was so anxious. We actually started the show with the read. So here is... You know, just me and Kid Fury taking down Rachel Doe is all it had to happen. Um, so Oh my goodness. For the first time in Reed history, we're gonna have the Reed portion of the show take place smack dab at the beginning. So mm-hmm. without it wasting any more time, let's just have a fresh discussion. And by discussion, I mean that I'm going to let Crystal do it. <laughs> I mean, you could definitely tell the story if you want to. Like, I feel like... Take your time, because I'm good. I'm ready. I'm just... I'm so, chilling. if you haven't heard, there is a woman by the name of Rachel Dole Orange Juice. Mm-hmm. And she has been chapter president... Of the NAACP in what, Spokane? Mm-hmm. Yep. For how many years? No, just since January. Since January. But she has been black for 10 years. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so Rachel, spoiler alert, is actually a white woman <laughs> who has been dressing and claiming... To be black for, what, 10 years? I think so. I'm not entirely sure about that. Some people say it's just been a few, and some say it's been a decade. 
am just confused. And I want to say this, and then I'll let you have at it. When I initially read about this story, mm-hmm. people were sending me links and things, tagging me on it in Instagram. And I was like, oh, the Chappelle show's coming back. Like, I was like, <laughs> this is so funny. Wait, this isn't a joke. Right. How did nobody for however many years, I don't care if it was a week that she's been doing this, how did no one be like, who is this white bitch? Why is she dressed like Tempest Blesso? Like, <laughs> is this, a, is there like a Cosby con right. going on around the corner, a different world? What is it? What's happening? So, mm. and that's valid. There have been lots of feelings about this woman pretending to be black um, and working with the NAACP, which I can't even say without laughing anymore. <laughs> and, um, you know, going to an HBCU and applying for all of these jobs and things black. So, I'm just going to take this moment to allow you to go ahead. <laughs> And okay. Alrighty. I'm I just have my water. all right. I just want to say to Rachel that you really almost had me. Like you really, it was almost. You were almost there. I was this close to coming in the studio today and being like, you know what? I'm not gonna go hard on this bitch. I'm gonna take it easy because oh, she, she just may resigned. have a. Right, she just resigned from the NAACP, but I was thinking, you know, she may have a mental illness because this is some off-the-charts craziness. I mean... So, you know, let me be easy. You know, let me not go in the studio. Like, bitch, you almost had me fooled. But thank God, just today, it came out that Rachel Dolezal sued Howard University in 2002 and claimed racial discrimination as a white student. Apparently... The people who were in your department uh, were not really a fan of yours. They didn't want to be your friend. Nobody wanted to cuddle next to you during nap time. And she was offended by this and filed a lawsuit against Howard, like stating that they were discriminating against her because she was white. That story just came out like three hours ago. And it was all I needed to know that what God wanted me to do was come (laughs) in this studio today and cuss this bitch out like I have rarely cussed out anybody before. Like, I really feel like God wants me to do this. Because she had the motherfucking audacity to say to herself, well, if I can't win by this way, like if I can't make it, as being a white girl and they're just going to discriminate against me and nobody's going to take me seriously and nobody wants to hear my ideas and blah, 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 bullshit. If they're not going to do that as a white girl, then I'm just going to be a black girl. You That is just, that takes a leap that nobody who is sane would think, you know, this is like a good ass idea. You know, you would just think that nobody who really had their shit together would ever think all I have to do is move across the country, go to Target and stock up on bronzer, log on to AliExpress and get me a bunch of synthetic kinky curly weaves and I can just be a nigger now. Like, so this is the problem with Rachel Dozal. And the number one reason you niggas have been getting on my nerves is because so many people who are otherwise 
very intelligent and have their shit together have been asking stupid questions like, well, as long as what she did was good for the movement, then why does it matter if she dressed up in blackface? Bitch, why does it matter if a racist ass white woman who filed a lawsuit against her HBCU saying that they were discriminating against her ass all of a sudden pops up and decides she wants to be black? Are you fucking kidding? What is what the fuck is so helpful about a white bitch who came into the community and then filed a all these lying ass hate crimes that she just really perpetrated against herself. The police have never found a suspect bringing like inciting panic into the community, getting people pissed off, scared, riled up, thinking something is happening to her, thinking something is in danger with her and her child. All this bitch has been doing is bringing more and more attention to herself, trying to elevate her own damn cause. She has taken positions from black women because she has decided that she has the authority to speak on the black woman's experience. This white bitch, somebody who in 2002 so strongly identified as white that she filed a lawsuit against her HBCU. That's how strong she was in her white identity. Somebody who 10, 15 years later is now doing panels and teaching courses at a university on black womanhood and how racism affects black women and hair texture and skin privilege and using the word nigga. Are you fucking serious? And these niggas threw themselves on the track to save her. Did you see this shit? I have never seen niggas suicide dip like they did to, to save this white woman. It was like niggas zooming in from everywhere with no kind of logic, just all out of the place. Anything to save this white girl who has been lying and performing in blackface for help for however many years to however many people however many people were on the board of the NAACP and didn't know however many members however many students the fucking BuzzFeed is running all these articles from students that she's had Latina students black students who have said that she told them that they weren't dark enough to speak out for their race or ethnicity are you fucking kidding so not only were you nuts enough to think that you could get some box braids and some fucking fashion fair and that would make you black. But you had the nerve to tell other people that they were too light to be their race. This bitch is delusional on a whole other fucking level. And you niggas could not wait to get on the Internet and talk like some goddamn morons in defense of her stupid ass. And I hope every last one of y'all looks at yourselves and feels dumb as, dumb as fuck right now, especially if you had the nerve to compare this stupid bitch to to Caitlyn Jenner and let me just say whoo Melissa Harris Perry is someone that I have respected for a long time I love her show Nerdland on MSNBC almost every other time but she had the audacity to go on her show last week and say that Perhaps there is some element of truth to this idea of transracialism and maybe not Rachel because we don't know her story, but maybe it is possible that somebody could be misassigned at birth and and change their race. Melissa Harris Perry, who is by any other standard 
a very intelligent person said that out loud and on television for however many thousands of people to see. Almost like she didn't realize that in order to be part of a race, you have to have the ancestry of that race. There is no exception to that rule, and there never fucking has been. Yes, race is a social construct, but you have to have those physical characteristics that are passed down via ancestry in order to be categorized in a race in this culture that we live in and I know you know that because that's fucking simple so how fucking dare you get on TV and insinuate that there is any way in hell that this white bitch could ever be black not only is she born of two lily white people not only but that bitch did not grow up black at all and you are not gonna tell me me who I, I come from people who were enslaved I come from a grandmother who cleaned white folks houses for a living and worked in cafeterias I come from people who had to sit at the back of the bus had to go to a separate entrance if they were allowed to go to the movie theater I grew up in a family that knew that struggle I grew up in a group of people generationally we all had different struggles and we all had a story to pass down to each other that sense of community cannot be inherited bitch you can't buy into that you can't be around black people and be like oh well the food smells good and I like that bitch's hair so all of a sudden I'm black too no bitch you don't know what it is to be black and that's just my experience as a black American what it means to be a black American in 2015 is not what it meant in 1995 not what it meant in 1970 1950 and so on and so Forth. It changes as society changes. And what it means to be black in America is not what it means to be black in Brazil or black in the Dominican Republic, Dominican Republic where they're getting ready to kick out a quarter million um, citizens who are of, of Haitian descent. Like blatant colorism still happening right now this year. Like what it means to be black changes depends on where you are in the globe. Like, But in this piece of Western ass racist American society, what it means to be black is something that Rachel Dolezal could absolutely never the fuck be under any circumstances, not by any stretch of the imagination. And I'm not going to let you pretend like blackness is just some bullshit where you can dump off the shit you don't care about and oh well it don't matter till all of a sudden some shit like this come up you want to know the first time I heard white people claim a mixed person is white the very first time when Barack Obama was elected president was the first time I ever heard white people say well he's just as much white as he is black about a biracial person you know what they are every other time niggas and you know why because they're mixed that's it automatically it don't matter if you got a white daddy and a black mama you are still black as soon as you're born into this fucking space, in this fucking time, your ass is black. And it don't matter if you got an all-white family who treats you like you white and you go to an all-white school where they all treat you like you white because as soon as you move outside that little bubble, you're going to be a nigga just like the rest of us and white people know it. They ain't ever, ever, ever allowed mixed people to, to mix their way up into white. It ain't ever worked in the reverse way. So no, bitch, you can't come over here and be black because we can't go over there and be white. Bitch, do you... If I fucking had the choice, nobody asked me before I was born, hey girl, do you want to be born into a system of oppression where your people will literally be murdered for no reason and their murderers will be let go like routinely and that will just be one of hundreds of facets of this white power structure. But like girl, if you would like to take on that burden, you know, please do mark black on this box. Nobody asked me. I would love being black, but I would love being black more if I could get some white privilege with it. If I could just 
to know that I wouldn't be discriminated against when I'm going to look for apartments that are on the Lower East Side. Or if I could know that my brother can walk home in a hoodie and nobody will fucking shoot him through his chest. I would love being black a lot more if you niggas could ease up on all the goddamn racism. But since you can't, fuck you, bitch. And fuck no, your ass ain't black. Okay. I had a lot more to say. But I felt like there was a good spot to take a break and maybe let you jump in if you had some thoughts. Oh, I feel like, you know, I'm just here <laughs> and um, letting it happen. <sighs> I just, she I just really, don't she even... tried that. Like, she really fucking tried that. Yeah. She really did. And y'all were really going to let her. The fuck is wrong with you niggas? What? Y'all out y'all's goddamn minds. I can't. Hell no. This I just bitch feel like everything it means to be black, hell no. Hell no. But, but, bitch. Woo. I'm sorry. Fuck out of here. Woo. All right. So That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> it was. But it was well placed, well deserved. It was um it was on time. You know, all of those things. Just like you are with this next clip about the one and only Missy Misdemeanor, Elliot. The legendary Missy. Um, this is when I saw a lot of people saying they wanted to see. I don't even, like, I feel like I, it was such a burst of energy for me. <laughs> I don't even remember a lot of it. But it was not that long ago. <laughs> Missy is an artist and a person that I hold very dear to my heart and being. And so I just had to let a lot of these whippersnappers know yeah. that they need to check themselves. Do your research. Do your Googles, know your place, earn your spot. <laughs> so, this is the he, my Missy Reed. Love you, Missy. So, this week, I just want to discuss something. I asked um, loads of you kids at home to, I don't know if you saw this or not, but if you, you know, if you're below the age of, I want to say 17, maybe, um, Pull out a numbers pencil, grab uh, some college-ruled paper, a composition book, whatever you can write on, and follow me where I'm about to go. Now, an iconic, legendary artist by the name of Missy Elliott released her new song and video, WTF, Where Are They From?, featuring and produced by Pharrell Williams. Um, this past week, I think, or last week. If you know anything about me, you know that I stand openly and very passionately for Missy Elliott. I have since, like, for as long as I can remember, she's one of my favorite entertainers, artists, musicians in the entire world. Now, one of the things that I noticed, I don't know why the fuck I looked at comments on YouTube and Twitter and things related to this. But I guess I just assumed in my dumbass mind that, you know, we were kind of on the same page as music fans as to what this is and whatnot. Now, I'm not saying that everybody should like the song or love the video or whatever. But I saw way too many of you young stands comparing Missy Elliott to Nicki Minaj. What? Comparing Missy Elliott to Nicki Minaj. Now, here's the thing. I want to preface this by saying Nicki Minaj is, you know, legendary in her own little right. You know, she has done. There's no way that you can take away what she has accomplished in her career in mm-hmm. these past uh, six, seven years or whatever. You know, she has done excellent things. She has surpassed 
you know, loads of, of rappers in many accounts. You know, she's doing great things. I'm no hater. It is what it is. However, if you are going to compare her to anybody, you save that for the Tinks, Snow the Product, (laughs) Iggy Azalea. um, Why would you do this? you, you, You save those conversations for these newer women. Now, see, the problem that I have with young people like 16 year olds all you little kids who are probably in homeroom first or third period by this time the issue that i have with this generation of fans it has nothing to do with Nicki minaj it has everything to do with the way that y'all behave every single time a new artist comes out you instantly have to compare them to someone else like you always have to say oh well you know Nicki Minaj does this or she'll never be Nicki drown bitch kill yourself like what the fuck what is wrong with- do your mama know that you talk like this on the internet what the fuck is wrong with you bitches first of all let's get one thing very clear Nicki Minaj came into the rap scene when there it was dead yeah. female rap mm-hmm. was Dead. Remy Ma was in jail or about to go to jail. Lil yep. Kim had completely that all of that, you know, good talent, you know, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like the only person who was like sort of kind of out of the time was like Lil Mama or somebody. Like dude, like I remember because I've always been a hip hop fan and I've loved so many female rappers. I love female rappers. Um but I remember when she came in, she filled a huge void and she did it really well to me at first, you know, with her mixtapes and all of this shit, her long ass fucking fingernails mm-hmm. and all of these hood DVDs. So it was like, oh, finally, we get someone with some talent who can actually rap and she's cute and pretty like she may go somewhere. And ever since then, not to say that y'all weren't doing it at the time, every single time another woman in rap would poke her head out and be like oh you know I'm trying to do this too and be like bitch you ain't a Nicki Minaj you'll sit your motherfucking ass down somewhere <laughs> even whether they were good or not yeah. they would instantly be compared to Nicki Nicki has made her her own lane at this point she has made it clear that she does her thing mm-hmm. and I don't understand if you're going to compare people fine but who you will not <laughs> compare her to is Missy Elliott let me take you on a trip oh lord Missy Elliott Missy Elliott boomed onto the music scene mm. in the early 90s. Yes, take us back. Okay. I believe that her debut solo album, Super Duper Fly, was 96 or 97 or so. We're talking about the Biggie Tupac era when they had just passed. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a time in music where even in just rap alone, there were not one, two, or three women rapping. There were tons of bitches who were out here doing it. You had Kim, you had Foxy, you had Trina, you had Eve, you had Light, you had Yo-Yo. You had (laughs) so many women who were rapping. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Bitch, did you even know that Angie Martinez rapped? (laughs) Everybody, the brat, all of these women were rapping and were successful at the same time. Keep in mind, a lot of these hoes didn't even like each other at the time. But you want to know who they did like? Missy 
Elliott. Mm. And Missy not only showed them love, they showed love right back. They were jumping for joy to work with Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. And your your girl that you stand out for right now is a product of those women. She's a product of Kim. And there's no way that you, I mean, I'm not choosing sides. I don't choose sides. I choose facts. And the fact of the matter is <laughs> that Nicki Minaj took elements of plenty of other rappers, made it work for herself, and created an empire. And that is to be applauded. But you ain't gonna compare her to somebody that male and female rappers were dying to work with. Missy Elliott was a rapper who was like, you know what, it's just, I'm, I'm friends with this nigga, Tim, who, like, we grew up in the same neighborhood and stuff, and he does his, like, beat thing. And, you know, Timbaland, who produces music for everybody, yeah. who has made hits for Beyonce, who did all of Justin Timberlake's goddamn hits. Mm-hmm. You, listen, mm-hmm. y'all done pissed me off, because what you won't do is ever in your life try Missy the misdemeanor whole entire Elliot. Not on my goddamn watch. Not on my watch. Not only did Missy Elliott produce and and create six platinum solo albums for herself, not only did she create impeccable features for other artists, she also wrote and produced music for Aaliyah, Jodeci, Mariah Carey, SWV, Total, Nas, Destiny's Child, NSYNC, Trina, Mary J. Blige, Sierra, Monica, Janet the Jackson, Whitney, The Voice, Houston, and Beyonce solo on her own ass Knowles. While you girls are celebrating in the 2015 this collaboration that Nikki is doing with Beyonce, and I have already admitted that I see it, Mm -hmm. I am a fan of it, I like their kinship, I'm all about it. Missy Elliott has several Beyonce collaborations underneath her belt. Signs on Dangerously in Love. That's right. Crazy Feelings. Bootylicious remix and nothing out there for me. Don't forget nothing out there for me. Missy was caught while Beyonce was laid up with Jay Z. She was calling this bitch on nothing out there for me, (laughs) talking about, look, bitch, you going on what? (laughs) No, y'all go ahead. I'm gonna stay here with my man. Ain't nothing out there for me. Don't let him spoil your high. Come out and have a nice time. Is you sure about that, girl? I do not get high. (laughs) And with him, I'm spending all my time. I am laying up with my dick on tonight. She said, okay, bitch, well, I'm going to go out. To, like, you will... Listen. <laughs> Do it. When Katy Perry performed at the Super Bowl, was that this year? <laughs> Whenever. She performed at the Super Bowl, and they were like, okay, girl, that's cute. Your hair is purple, and you're riding the lion or whatever. <laughs> okay, great. And they was looking. They were at the fucking Super Bowl looking at each other like, girl, what you doing after this? Oh, she brought Missy out. And then... Missy Elliott ascended onto the stage and they played that lose control beat and everybody lost their guy. How is this bitch your guest? And she stole the show. How was she your guest? And the next day, everybody's talking about that to the point where all of her singles 
skyrocketed on iTunes the next day. Bitch, what you won't do is disrespect Melissa. I won't have it. I'm not doing it. Not when she's got five Grammys. Not when she's got five Billboard Awards and five motherfucking VMAs and all her goddamn albums are platinum. Bitch, you won't deal with Missy Elliott. Mm -hmm. What you will do is respect Missy Elliott. Not when she introduced us to the likes of Jasmine Sullivan and Sweet and had bitches like Lil Mo and fucking Mary J. Blige singing hooks for her and giving you fucking R&B. Not when she sings, raps, and can dance and will show the fuck out on a stage today, yesterday, a few years ago, and a few years from now. What you won't do is compare her to anybody because much like your fave, she has not only created a lane and an empire for her, she has created a lane and an empire that men, women, and rap, hip-hop, R&B, pop, country, gospel, she wrote for Durant, she wrote for Karen Clark Shear. <laughs> Bitch, what are you talking about? She had the Clark sisters on her goddamn album. Come on. What are you talking about? People from all walks of life, all Races, all backgrounds and ethnicities and all parts of the fucking world and planet the UFOs flying over Orange County playing get your freak on bitch you won't try Melissa Arnett on my goddamn time bitch what you will do is write this shit down jot it down bitch and get your ass on over to Vivo get your ass on down to iTunes I suggest the real world you can start with Super Duper Fly and go in order if you want to you can go right over to Super Duper Fly you can go to the real world you can go to under construction you can do this is not a test the cookbook, bitch. I don't care what you do, but you won't try Missy, especially when she shows love to everybody. The people who came before her and the bitches who came after. You won't try Missy. Don't compare her to nobody. If you want to play that fickle ass game and pretend that there's only one person who can come out in each genre at a time, then that's fine. But I want to remind you of one smooth fact. In a smooth 10 years when Nicki Minaj has phased out and there is another rap girl who has seen what she did and who applies that to her career and she pops and you have to explain to all of them bitches why Nicki Minaj set a lane or opened up doors for all of these bitches and, you, and they don't get it because all they're doing is, is playing with their futuristic trapper keepers and now trying to hear you you'll remember this goddamn day bitch you won't try Missy Elliott bitch because she's nobody's female Ooh. rap she's a musical icon and legend bow down and know her that's your homework bitch no and I want you to report back to my ass next week and let me know which fucking video. Oh, we didn't even talk about the, the goddamn videos. videos. Missy Elliott has never, ever in her life played with a video. You're talking about the areas of access granted and making the video when bitches would set a time and a date to sit in front of the fucking TV and figure out how she did this shit. You won't try Missy. You better save that shit from one of these newfangled bitches who are doing ciphers and just hoping that somebody's listening to it. Don't do it. <laughs> Not with Missy, bitch. Now you should be begging and pleading for your fave to do a Missy collaboration because it would be legendary. She does the girl's favors. Right. Know her. Don't disrespect me because I will promptly <laughs> and swiftly get your ass together and I will dry that moisture behind your young adolescent ass ears, bitch. Ooh. Know her. Ooh. Get into an album and get life. But those motherfucking 90s records sounded like they just came out today, bitch. Mm -hmm. Ahead of her time. Yep. Don't try it. This is back when Sierra was popping. You young kids don't know shit about that. And that was Missy. What?
Missy, please. I didn't even name all of the people that the she loose has. The Lose Control video? Nigga. Man. Nigga. Listen, Missy had videos where bitches who, with celebrities who were popping at the time. Remember Get Your Freak On? Yes. Where they, just, it, Method Man and Red Man and Kim and, and fucking uh, uh, Mary and LL Cool J. And they were just in the video to be just there. Just cool. Just there. Just because, you know, she Missy's made some little shit. white girl famous. Yes. <laughs> that little, that little dancing, dancing white ass girl. white girl from the Work It video. Yes. She was on Mike's Super Short Show, too. She went from that shit to be all over the fucking Disney Channel and have movies and yeah. videos and sponsorships and all of that shit and off of the strength today. of working with Missy. Yep. Do you know why? Because Missy looked, Missy was confident enough in her craft and her ability to make great music and make great art that she wasn't worried what the next bitch was doing. Right. She looked at other people in rap and R&B. She said, your voice is amazing. Your raps are fantastic. You can dance your motherfucking ass off. You can sing like shit. Do you want to work with me? Because I've got this little old platform or whatever, girl, and I feel like we could probably do some cute shit together. She's never taunted up her nose at anybody. So what you won't do, bitch, is that. try her and try and compare these new hoes who are just <laughs> praying that they may have another album out that you'll listen to tomorrow or the next day or whatever. You're not con- com- gonna compare them to Missy, who has countless mm-hmm. platinum albums underneath her goddamn belt and the Grammys to prove them. Oh, we didn't even talk about fucking Lady Marmalade with Christina Aguilera <gasps> and Pink and, and fucking Kim. And she was like, bitch, you, you look... And when Christina Aguilera sang her little white ass off on that side, I said, all right, Missy. All right. All right. You got Maya coming in. All right, girl. I she see. got a Grammy just for, but she didn't say nothing but two lines on that motherfucker and ladies night. Call out everybody's just, name. Christina. Mm. Maya. Look him. Uh. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Missy is it. Because you ain't going to use her to just be singing hooks. <laughs> what she look like? A patty pie or something? <laughs> oh, what a night. Whoa. You should, you should be folks? like Missy. I still know the choreography. Still, don't fuck with Missy Elliott. Find somebody else to play with, bitch, because I'm not having it. That's my read. Hi, Missy. Hi, Missy. Anyway, shout out to Missy Elliott for being the dopest, the best. There's just, there's no She way. acts. She, she's it. She's funny. My God. And she had rappers on her songs when rap was like way more misogynistic than it is now. <laughs> had big name niggas on her shit. Working with Jay-Z and Ludacris. Actually on remixes of the same song. This bitch had Jay-Z on a song of Talk About One Minute Man. My nigga, are you fucking kidding? Like, Missy is... Find one of these hoes that could get Jay Z to come to anything these days. Girl, bye. Good night. Are what? you fucking? And that was when Jay Z was like way more popping in the industry than he is now. Like he's definitely a mogul now, but he was like he putting was out records lit. then. Yes, he yeah. was the shit. He was like blueprinting his ass off back then. Like, please. And Missy was a big girl. Yeah, and she was big. And she was big. And With niggas finger still And you could not talk about her. Niggas would fuck you up behind Missy. Why? Because her art That's spoke it. for That's itself. It. That's it. That's Shut it. your ass up, bitch. And don't you ever in your goddamn life disrespect Missy the misdemeanor goddamn Elliot, bitch. I will beat your ass. All right. So, by far, <laughs> the most popular choice for the best of episode this year 
was an episode that I didn't even realize happened this year. I saw a couple of people saying it when we first asked about uh, favorite moments. And I was like, oh, you girls, that was years ago. And then I looked it up and it was like January. January. So this is a listener letter. Once again. From a very interesting person <laughs> somewhere. I don't remember. Middle America, oh I guess. Ugh. Who experienced... Uh, a tragic issue with a lover in her life at the time. Yes. I can't say much more than that. I'm still disgusted. Mm -hmm. My skin is starting to crawl just thinking about it. So here you go. Hey, Crystal and Kefiri. I've been seeing this guy for four months now, and we recently started having sex. He insisted that I go down on him, and since I really like him, I didn't have a problem with that. However, as I How will this be from her husband? Well, I'm saying if you imagine the sexes are reversed. However, as I went down, I couldn't help but notice this pungent odor. Like, it smells really bad. It's sour and just horrible. What were you going through when you chose <laughs> questions? <laughs> what do you mean? This is so funny. This is disgusting. <laughs> you picked it. What? I, still so I gave you. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to be talking about dick cheese. <laughs> Like, what? What is the damn letter? <laughs> Read it. No, I don't even want to know. What? That's the end of the question. No, we have to do another one. So what's the letter? <laughs> I still suffer through doing it, and now he feels like this is a regular thing <laughs> and not a privilege. I don't have a problem giving head. It's just that this has a sour smell and taste that bothers me. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't want to hurt taste. his feelings or and get dumped. taste. And taste. She said and taste. Oh my god. Fuck. How do I tell him he smells bad down there? You smell bad down there. That's how you do it. What the fuck? Shit. What did I say? <laughs> Didn't I say in a woman's work that you have to beg a nigga to wash his balls? <laughs> After all of the shit that you, you have did. to naturally you go through that. as a woman, you have to actually you have to like request that some of these niggas actually go out here and wash their damn dicks. I would rather lay down and die than put all musty dick in my mouth. Gross. Yuck. <laughs> Filthy. Oh. You should be ashamed because you sit up here acknowledging the sour taste and smell. Smell and well, but taste. This is a sensitive she topic. Smelled it and tasted it anyway. But this is obviously somebody she has feelings he for. He owes you reparations. <laughs> <laughs> like you that's first of all This is I have never I don't know that life. So I can only imagine how terrible this must be for you. But Can you imagine if a woman's pussy was at its cheesy? Listen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is a terrible throw. Just like why? No, seriously. Now, I've only been so close to a vagina, meaning like not very. Oh my god. But I imagine that it's not supposed to smell Can like we anything. Listen, so this is a sensitive topic. And although you're absolutely correct, like being blunt is absolutely I think like 
probably when it comes down to really doing it just blurting it out is gonna be the easiest way because I don't think it's ever gonna be like a tactful way to say hey not to hurt your feelings but you have got to wash your vagina listen like, like it's bad girl at the very least if you want to be like Sinclair about it like sin- sensitive and I don't know I don't know why I don't Sinclair know how you can do that in a mind. sensitive way be like oh let's get into the shower or something like that and they'd be like, let me clean it off for you. I would toss that nigga into a damn bucket like a hound. <laughs> like a pit Gross. bull puppy. And scrub that bitch down and be like, how, di- how <laughs> dare you? How dare you present okay. your dick to anybody without okay. cleaning it first? Okay. Are you out of your black mind? Now, I understand that sometimes people be in the heat of the moment. Okay, okay, okay. Sometimes people be in the heat of the moment. You never know what state things are in, but you just want it right then and there. And at that point, you know, you just, you know, all bets are off. Like, uh, you just okay. all right. at your own risk. I don't. But if this right. is like an ongoing okay. thing where you have been doing it regularly and it's just always musty, how dare he put you through that? He owes you you so you need to be collecting like a check okay so i don't think it's going to get any better than that smell and taste (laughs) yuck if you have a question Uh. send it to s3 to gmail.com and now we are going to move on to the read (laughs) yes you still have this look on your face like you are completely smell and taste. All right. And taste. Okay. Yuck. <laughs> I know. Well, I can't argue about that Let me shit. explain something to you. Like a hardcore fact okay. about Kid Fury. I can't do smells. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do it. I don't like any smell that isn't blatantly positive, <laughs> such as roses, tropical fruits, desserts. <laughs> chickens things like that like i cotton like fresh linen i can't do funk i don't like when you're in the gym like places like that where it's like i've you know like a public restroom something to that nature like those are places like if you go to the bathroom at applebee's like you know you just in for you never know like i automatically hold my breath because i know that you know Anything is possible. Yeah. But I'm not going to just be with my man and you just smell like Gouda. You have to get out of my house. Okay, like, okay. I didn't. Are you out of your fucking mind? No, and I'm not even. Suggest- Yuck. I don't. I. So. We're okay. We're down to the last one here. That happened. Which actually, I is the last clip is like the sequel to the first one, mm-hmm. and you know how sequels are often much worse, yes, than the original. That is the case in this situation. And the worst part about it is, I erased it from my mind. I didn't even realize that there was an update <laughs> to the smell and taste letter. I can't wait to hear it myself. <laughs> I still feel like this woman is lying. And if you're not lying, I hate you. Either way, I hate you. Like, I feel very strongly about you yeah. sending in these letters. So here's the update 
to the smell and taste from the episode Taste You Can See. Yikes. And you will hear why it was named that. Girl, gross. <laughs> you should hear. Oh, no. I just read the last update. It's worse than I thought it would be. What letter was it for? Um. Well, this is from Smell and Taste. So, this was the read. We thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> oh, to no, you show. don't, bitch. So, it says, Hey, Crystal and Fury. So, the acronym for this no, week. No, we're, sure, we're actually not doing B- that yet. Nope, it's actually not time for that yet. Nope, it's actually not. Bitch, you tried we're going to ask you for that because later. No, we're not. We're not. We don't need the acronym from you right now because it's it's my turn to read the update. And it says, I'm sorry for being so vulgar with my letter. You guys were both right. I don't talk to him at all to, anymore. And You I damn right you don't. It's not over I don't talk to him at all anymore and I try to forget I ever did long story short the reason his parts had such a bad smell oh my god oh my god I can't wait this is not funny it's not funny let me break myself oh my god the reason his parts had such a bad wait 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 wait. I can't wait hold on wait 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 this isn't fair this is not this is like this is cruel than usual punishment had such a bad smell and taste is because he has gonorrhea I'm leaving I'm out I'm not doing I told him his dick stinks and he got so mad I'm gonna go get tested thanks so much alright so this is the sort of thing that I just don't even are really are you fucking kidding me right now get Crystal? your ass back on the mic Shit. This is bullshit. Who you telling, sweetie? She is a liar. That is the devil that in our inbox. So I'm hoping you're trolling us with this because the she is a lie. I just don't. I really don't want to believe entire lie that you repeatedly put like gonorrhea, dick, gonorrhea balls in your mouth. I don't know how gonorrhea works, but dare you? I feel like is there some sort of outbreak or I don't. I don't know. I just want to you. Pray are for you are sorry about being vulgar about your previous letter. I feel like And you then should. you want to tell us that you have been sucking on an STD? You know what? God bless you. God go with you in every yeah. walk of life, madam. Mm-hmm. I have nothing for you. I have zero for you. I don't have it. I cannot even think to reach for a single <laughs> word in my vocabulary and provide it to you. I have nothing for you, nothing for smell and taste. Nothing for gonorrhea. I have nothing for anybody involved in this. Disgust. Fuck. What? Ew. (laughs) All right. Thank you for being so vocal about that. Did you see anything in the inbox that you wanted to talk about? She has been doing what? You are a liar. You are a liar. I don't believe you. I do not believe you. You're a lie. That's how I feel about it. And if you really were, you need to consult your nearest physician and a, and a prayer coach. She says she's going to get tested and pray about it and hope she doesn't have anything. Um, And I just feel like, you know what? Okay. I'm just going to let that go. Because You need to sue him. What comfort do we have to offer you, girl? What there's nothing. There's nothing here. You need a bomb, but it's way even, over. You wouldn't even Gilead. have a case if you did sue him. Because I, I could represent the fucking... I could go to him and be like, Your Honor, she smelled it and she tasted it anyway. Case closed. That's it. You get nothing. Nothing. All right. None. Okay. Zero. So anything... Yuck. The devil. Yes. Absolutely wretched. Um, 
But, you know, that basically sums up the year that we had on the read. Those are just 10 of the biggest clips submitted by you guys. But, of course, thank you to everybody who's been tuning in every week in 2015. Everyone who spread the word, who bought a ticket to a live show, who supported us in any way. Obviously, the show would not be what it is without you. And we just want to say that we're so grateful. Yes, thank you very so much for allowing <laughs> us to get this long and this very odd, random weird black this, right this just weirdo show. show where you never know what the hell you're gonna hear or what the fuck we might talk about just thank you for rocking with us and we will see y'all in 2016 be safe have a great one lick yourself up make sure you've got a designated driver use condoms birth control prep whatever out here it's real be careful we love you see you next year at Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kifiri and Crystal sent you.